some people, they have lost the taste for God's word. That's why tonight, the Lord led me to give a word on fasting and favor. Fasting and favor. Whenever a Christian thinks that he has lost his taste for the word of God, he has to commit himself to a time of fasting and prayer as led by the Spirit of God. You might have lost the taste because of the severity of the COVID-19 challenges. Maybe because of the severity of troubles that has visited your home. Because of the afflictions that has attacked your body. Somewhere along the line, the enemy has managed to take your taste for the word of God. But tonight, under the authority of God's word, God is going to release once again a taste for God's word that you are going to enjoy the word that you have never been before because the Spirit of God is releasing this word tonight over you. If you believe it, put your hands together and say, Lord, I believe that I receive that. Thank you, Jesus. In Psalm 34, you can see David attacked with many afflictions. He said, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivered him from all. He says, a poor man cried out to the Lord and he was delivered out of all his troubles. There were so many troubles. But one thing he did not stop doing, that was, he said, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall be continually, continually on my lips. When he saw the severity of troubles and afflictions, he said, I'm not going to stop from praising the Lord. I'm not going to stop from seeking the Lord. I'm not going to stop. As a matter of fact, I'm going to continue in my praising. I'm going to continue in my blessing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm going to continue till the Lord deliver me out of all the troubles. Not one, not two, but till God deliver the month of March. I'm believing with the church tonight as we fast and seek the Lord as led by the Spirit. There is a Lord who can deliver you out of all your troubles. There is a God who can deliver you out of all your afflictions. Come on. Not one or two. Hallelujah. For somebody it's two. For somebody it's three. Somebody it's four. But there is a God who can deliver you out of all. 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 Open your mouth and say, He will deliver me out of all my afflictions. All my troubles. The word of the Lord. I believe that. What is fasting? It is denying yourself anything that is physical or material for a spiritual purposes or for spiritual benefit. It does not mean just food. It could be internet. It could be unnecessary talking. It could be Facebook. It could be movies, TV channels. Maybe it's a sleep for some people. Some people have excessive sleep. Maybe in a city of Bangalore, it might be going out with your friends. Something has become, I mean, sometimes for some people you have to do once a week. Otherwise you feel that even if you do, <laughs> some people, yeah, they miss the personal prayer. They don't, I mean, feel bad about it. But if they don't meet their friends, they feel something they're missing. 
whatever the Lord leads you. There is something need to be sacrificial in your prayer. You need to sacrifice something to meditate on the word of God. People who walked in favor had this trait. Look at Daniel. The Bible says he gave a pleasant food. Esther to get favor from his own husband in Esther chapter 4, 15 and 16. Fasted for three days and three nights. Sometimes when you experience family fights, when there is family fights between husband and wives, hallelujah, or you will feel a struggle coming uh, inside of your home. It's a time, instead of fighting with each other, you pray in fast and dominate that principality, dominate that spirit, hallelujah, that is causing you to fight, hallelujah. How? When you fast and pray. When we know in the book of Genesis, I think on the other days I said, he says, dominate, increase, multiply, have dominion over the fish of the earth and the seas of fish of the sea and the animals of the earth and that the Lord said, have dominion. But the men after sin, Adam and Eve, after they sinned, started dominating each other instead of dominating the devil. When you don't dominate that which is causing you to fight, which is the enemy, it's the devil. If you don't understand and recognize it's the enemy that he, and his plans that are causing you to fight, you will Instead of taking authority over the enemy, you will fight with each other. That's what the enemy wants. He's called the accuser of the brethren. You'll start accusing each other. Hallelujah. You think your mother-in-law is the devil. You think your husband is the devil. When your spirituality increases, you think faster is the devil. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's not. You think the people in the church are your problem. I mean, the blame game came because they did not take authority Adam started blaming the Eve started by Eve and uh, uh, Adam started blaming the snake why it's all happened because he did not terminate blame game comes in the month of March that every blame game be over as you and I take dominion over what is coming against us in prayer if you want family peace hallelujah just like esther go into a time of fast and pray if there are issues that need to be solved in your family come on somebody tonight you need to hallelujah pray and worship hallelujah then you will able to communicate properly with your spouses god will release favor into your family life what is favor favor means enjoying the goodwill of someone it could be of your boss at your workplace. It could be of your husband. It could be of your parents. It could be of your in-laws. Nehemiah fasted. Fasting is a Christian discipline. If you're ready to fast and pray, favor will increase in your life. Instead of Facebook, face the Bible. Look at somebody saying, instead of Facebook, face the Bible. Hallelujah. Fast on your Twitter, Instagram. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 11 says, Oh Lord, I pray, please let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who desire to fear your name and let your servant prosper this day. I pray, powerful prayer and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. Let your servant prosper this day and I pray, grant him mercy in the sight of his man. 
Then Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 5 says, And I said to the king, If it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor in your sight, I ask that you send me to Judah, to the city of my father's tombs, that I may rebuild it. Reasons he fasted. Number one, this time of approach and affliction and bad news has come. Hallelujah. When you read through that entire chapter, it was in Nehemiah chapter 1, you will see the reason. In, in chapter 2 to 4, it says that Hanani, one of my brethren, or Hanani, however you pronounce it, Hanani, one of my brethren, came with men from Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews who has escaped, who had survived the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the province, pro, provenance are there in great distress and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also broken down and its gates are burned with fire. So it was when I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. Here the Bible is saying number first reason he fasted. He's saying he fasted specifically for favor. Hallelujah. We read that. Hallelujah. And one of the reasons was the Bible says the it was a time of refresh, reproach and affliction and bad news. The Jews went through great affliction and bad news. When he heard the unpleasant news, when he heard that the walls are broken down, the Bible says he fasted. What will you do when you hear an unpleasant news? That gives you pain. He did not create a scene. He just knelt before the Lord in prayer. He was not reacting to the situation. It's, oh my God. Oh, what, what will happen? What will happen? He was not complaining. Oh, I don't have anybody. I am the one who is alone like Elijah. He was not saying that. But he knelt before the Lord of, of the God of heaven. Who was powerful to see what the children are going, of Israel are going through who was powerful to release an answer that's what Nehemiah did he did not create a scene he knew if I would fast and pray God will take over that issue in the name of Jesus Amen. how many of you believe tonight when you fast and pray God will take over that issue God will make his your prayer his own hallelujah praise the Lord and the Lord said I'm going to answer him come on somebody tonight the God of Nehemiah who is awesome the Bible says the God who is awesome will bring awesome answers come on come on there might be families businesses works that have been affected with COVID-19. But there is a God who is more powerful than COVID-19. Come on church tonight. If there is something that you have learned through the last one and a half years is that there is a God in heaven 
who is more powerful than COVID-19, who is more powerful than the killer spirit, who is more powerful, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. There are so many people who are buried in 2020. You are alive in 2021 because greater is the God of glory. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Come on. God has favored you. Hallelujah. God is greater than the poverty that he brought because of the joblessness. God is greater than the famine. Hallelujah. That has attacked. Come on. Open your mouth. Oh, get up in the morning and say, Good morning, Lord. I believe you are more powerful. Hallelujah. Everything has a spiritual dimension. Open your mouth and say, Everything has a spiritual dimension. The devil tries to attack and take advantage of your situations in your struggle. Hallelujah. If you don't pray when it comes, the devil will take advantage of your trouble, of your situation. If you don't seek the Lord in prayer when it comes. But if you pray and fast, you are denying the devil the advantage of messing with you through that struggle. You're getting an upper hand. How many of you want an advantage? Paul said, we already know the schemes of the devil. You know why you should be joyful in March? We have an advantage through prayer. The Christian has an Christian's advantage is his prayer life. Christian's advantage is his communion with the Father. Christian's confidence that if he ask anything in his name, God will give it. Come on. Christian's advantage is the throne of grace, not the throne of judgment, the throne of grace. Oh, hallelujah, which will send help from heaven. Christian's advantage is the way a word called favor. If he fast and pray, God will send favor. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Some people get upset and irritated and worried. But when you fast and pray, God will not put you to shame. That's why in your struggle, you need to fast and pray. James chapter 5 and 13, it says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. From that scripture, prayer and joy is being connected. Anyone pray? Anyone cheerful? But it all starts in prayer. Look at it. If anyone is in trouble, suffering, in human affliction, that's what that word means, suffering, affliction. It doesn't say, if anyone is suffering, discuss with friends. Or seek him who could help. Or tell pastor to pray. Or call online for a prayer request. I mean, all that has its own place. But it says, first thing that he needs to do. That's what it means. First thing, when he faces a trouble, what should he do? Hallelujah. He has to pray. Everybody say, pray. Let him pray. He says, don't immediately send a message. Say, Pastor, pray. Please do send prayer. But the first thing that you should do is... You should pray, then send a message. I want support in prayer. Hallelujah. 
you should learn not to trivialize trouble when you see trouble don't let it leave as oh it will disappear by its own it will not you have to pray for the troubles disappearance come on you have to pray for the affliction to disappear you have to pray for a negative cycle to disappear some diseases that come to you you have to pray till it exit your life come on open your mouth and say lord i am making the decision to pray till certain things exit out of my life come on open your heart tonight hallelujah to pray I will pray Elijah prayed till the season of famine was over till he received a word from God to open the heaven come on then let the shut heavens be open tonight if you pray you should learn not to trivialize it there is a spiritual dimension to it a small issue without prayer will lead, in family will lead you to divorce because when the small issue came you did not pray the devil takes advantages of small issue and then spirals it to something bigger you might have lost your temper a little bit with your boss you trivialize you trivialized it and what happened you lost your job you received a letter sacking you do not trivialize trouble and give a foothold to the devil look at somebody and say do not trivialize and give a foothold that's when you have to fast especially when you feel that you are a victim of shame and reproach when your pride is broken when you feel belittled you should know there is an enemy behind it instead of reacting to it instead of overreacting instead of fighting go into your prayer closet hallelujah go into your private time stop everything you know in the morning when i was praying the lord said stop only what stop stop everything come to pray fasting and praying is uh, stopping all the activities in the flesh and concentrating concentrating on the grace of god concentrating on his unmerited favor of god night let there be a stop stoppage to every fleshy activities to bring your breakthrough and look into god's grace immeasurable grace you may feel that you have been belittled by people who you love who you care you did from your heart the be little do don't be little back as easiest thing to do and feel good about it he so called me something i called him something better i mean i feel so good 
Pastor, I felt so good. I know it was wrong, but I felt so good. Fasting and praying is to sacrifice that temporary victory of feeling good and go for something deeper in the presence of God. Go for something permanent. Go for something supernatural. Go for something, hallelujah, that can bring that person back to you. That can bring the relationship restored. That can bring, save that marriage from the despair. Come on, go something deeper. When Bible says, I will show you an excellent way. What is that love? It's always speaking of something deeper. A work deeper. Hallelujah. It's an excellent way to go. When you are hurt the most, do something deeper. Bless that person who hurt you the most. You go deeper. Oh, hallelujah. I like that. You think that it is simple, but that's what spirituality is about. You go deeper. Hmm. You'll see when a, you have a car, it has what many gears, different gears. You can always drive in the same gear. There are different terrains. You need to change gears higher to climb up. You need to reduce gears in ditches and bumps to slow down. You need to move it to a four-wheel drive when the terrain needs it. What does that teach us? Upgrade in difficult terrains through fasting and prayer. Upgrade your gear. Hallelujah. Take a gear that will take you through the terrain, through the trouble, through that pain. Hallelujah. Upgrade. Fasting and prayer is an upgrade. Hallelujah. To overcome certain obstacles. Come on. Hallelujah. Which cannot be done through natural strength or natural charisma. You need something upgrade. Tonight, I pray, church, we will have an upgrade of our prayer life. Hallelujah. Through fasting. Hallelujah. Oh, for increased favor. Amen. The number one, he prayed because of the bad news and reproach and affliction. Number two, it was a time of no security. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 3. They said to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the province, province are there in great distress and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also broken down and gates are burned with fire. When you feel gates are burned with fire, you're feeling insecure. Perpetual, some people are in perpetual insecurity. Nobody there to protect. You will fall vulnerable. The enemy can get you at any time. There are people like that. After the service, the enemy can get you because you are in perpetual insecurity. Renat Bonke says, flies don't come near a hot tea. Be hot in the Holy Spirit. Tonight, this word is to make you hot again. The flies will leave. It will not come near you. Hallelujah. I pray, starting from the month of March, hallelujah, we will give, hallelujah, enemy, hallelujah, the answer through prayer. Amen. Prayer should be the answer to your enemy. Your fervency in prayer, your heatness that comes through prayer should keep the flies away. Come on. Don't give an enemy a demons an easy path to come into your life. 
keep your heart strong keep your heart in fire udabara gadaskarada rambarada rasarandala gadagabanasya the flies will have no access if your heart the flies the king of the flies is called belzebub he will not end up when the fire of the holy spirit is burning in the inside when you upgrade your heart with fasting and prayer when you seek the lord in the morning time hallelujah in prayer come on come on gadaskarada rambanasya there is no hallelujah enemy that will hallelujah approach you hallelujah with a question with unbelief hallelujah with sickness he cannot come next to you come on tonight church even poverty the lord is saying even poverty hallelujah joblessness will leave your life hallelujah in the name of the lord because poverty is a demon when you pray in the holy ghost the spirit of poverty is broken the spirit of lack is broken tonight i declare prosperity over you i declare prosperity over your jobs i declare prosperity oh hallelujah heavenly prosperity and garnish over everything that you have placed your hand to may god bless the work of your labor may you prosper may god delight in the prosperity of his servant something that god delights is a threat to the camp of the enemy the devil does not want you to prosper you know why because your money is a threat to the devil your giving is a threat to the devil your prosperity and abundance is a threat to the devil and because of that i'm fully assured in my heart you will have your own homes you will have your own businesses you will have your own jobs you will have your own prosperity you will have your own money your bank will run and flow with lots and lots of money m o n e y vitamin m will be a part of your life you will not be broke you will not be in lack god will bless you from money from heaven i am hallelujah fully persuaded to tell you there will be millions of millions of millions of rupees that will come and overflow into your camp because your money is a threat to the devil you will fund gospel you will fund the gospel for the glory of jesus christ you will enlarge the kingdom of god I'm releasing your bank accounts for prosperity of the servants of God. Hallelujah. You need to know how to fortify yourself in fasting and prayer. Suppose you see a bike accident in your dream. You see somebody dying in your dream. Don't trivialize it. Go in your heart. Go in yours. Pray closet. Pray for them. Pray for yourself. You are safe and secure in the rock of all ages. There is nothing that can protect you like prayer. Unless the Lord builds the house, the Bible says the builders build in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, watchmen guards it in vain. You have to go to the Lord to build your house. When you feel vulnerable, you know what would we do? We sometimes happen to share our personal information with people. Maybe to pray, maybe out of <laughs> to feel a peace within you to share it with somebody and they go and spreading into room like a rumor to different people and you don't know what to do you are caught the time 
Don't try to defend yourself. Defend comes from the Lord when you pray. I pray the many things that were not defendable before going to be defended by heaven. God is going to defend you. God is going to protect you. God is going to answer you. God is going to stand. Hallelujah. As your mouth. Hallelujah. He is the mediator of a new covenant. He is the one who will apostle of a confession. He is the intercessor. He is the one who is going to stand at the gap. He is a good shepherd. Hallelujah. Glory to God who keeps the wolves the horn of scatter away. I sense in my spirit there were many things that came to scatter your family, scatter your business, scatter the church but it is losing the grip tonight as the church come together tonight in prayer and intercession the grip of scattering the heart of scattering is leaving tonight is going to be destroyed in our prayer if you believe it pray in the holy ghost victory by the blood of jesus christ Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God himself will put us full stop to certain rumors that the enemy tries to circulate against you tonight. Hallelujah. It was to weaken you. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. I such joy tonight. There is a God who defends me. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The God who shut the mouth of the lions. For Daniel will shut the mouth of the lions. That is going to roar against you tonight. That has come to, hallelujah, attack you tonight. There is going to be escape in prayer. You're going to escape that hour. Ah, you're going to escape that hour in the mouth of the lion. You're going to escape those days uh, in the mouths of the lions. Uh, the lion has no power. The fire has no power to touch you. The lion has no power to hurt you. You will escape. Another thing God spoke to me and said, there's going to be great escape for God's people. I don't know for what all, but there are going to be escape. Things that could have hurt you, affected you, destroyed you. You will escape out of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, with so much of ease because there is a God who loves you and will defend you. Hallelujah, He will preserve you. Lord told me the God who delivered you before will deliver you. Hallelujah. When you trust in Him tonight, divine deliverance are going to flow tonight. As you come in prayer, as you listen to this word in prayer, let there be divine, supernatural, holy, unbelievable, oh, extraordinary, anointed deliverance are released over your life tonight in the name of Jesus. Fresh anointing, fresh oil of the Holy Spirit. Yes, take it. Take it in the name of the Lord. The oil over your heart, the oil over your life, the oil over your praise, the oil over your heart. Dibandala, Dibakara, Duratanamana, Sambaradana. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Why did Nehemiah pray and fast? Because there was a situation that makes you sorrowful and weak came about. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 4. 
So it was when I heard these words that I sat down and wept. And mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. Many of us would have sat and mourned. Hallelujah. The Bible says, he sat down, wept, mourned for many days. We would do the three things. Hallelujah. But we don't do the fourth part, fasting and praying. <laughs> we would have sat, we would have mourned, we would have wept for many days. But Nehemiah added fasting and prayer. Only each one knows how to fast. There are corporate fasts if we call. We tell them. But there are times each one knows what kind of fasting they need. The Holy Spirit will reveal what kind of fasting, what kind of prayer that is needed for your trouble to leave. Be open to the Spirit. Because there are situations that can make you sorrowful and weak. Certain things are making you cry. Don't just sit and cry and go through the Facebook and watch through the some of the movies in the haha, you know in the internet and think that is going to leave no you have to pray and fast if you're going to post in instagram stories oh tell me an answer my boyfriend left me <laughs> what will i do Give me an answer. Call him back. One, one option. Call him the F word. That are options. <laughs> you are attracting international demons there. All that time it was national demons. Now international demons. Come on. That is the time you have to, hallelujah, take the issue to the prayer. Hallelujah. And God's peace will surround that place. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Even when we are ministering, there are principalities, authorities and dominions and darkness that is trying to stop from this word to flow in a way that it will touch your heart and touch your life. There are principalities, there are authorities in the airways that is trying to stop that word to come into your heart right on time. But tonight, when we pray, when we apply the blood upon the airways, when we pray that the presence and the power of God be upon the airways tonight to bring this word to every heart, every home, every nation, every person that you have sent this word, that you have pointed this word. Hallelujah. Let it reach. Hallelujah. Then when we pray, the principalities break down. When we fast, hallelujah, the word will speedily, nothing will change the word of God. Oh, Paul said, our word of God is not changed. Nothing will change this from coming there. How many of you will pray God's anointing to be over the airways? God's presence to fill this dock, God's presence to fill the internet, God's presence to fill and to flow through. Pastor said when he started ministering through the media, he understood what the ancient fathers said. There will be always a block and the principalities that tries to stop because when the devil was defeated, he took the Spirit, he's called the spirit in the air above. That's where his home is. That's where, from where he tries to control God's people. But when we fast and pray, because the Bible says we are priests and kings, 
priest pray, kings take authority. When we pray in authority, we break through. Come on. We break through those airways. We break through those demons and we go straight into the hearts of the people. Hallelujah. But there is a fighting. It's not like preaching like an ordinary Sunday. You know, you, you have been used to those demons. They're predictable demons. <laughs> but this is an unpredictableness. We need to fast and pray during this season. It's not just for 10-15 people. The entire church, wherever you are. This might be a message that change your family members, your friends. You need to know. You need to be spiritually vigilant. Tonight, awake from our sleep. Come on, somebody tonight. Ephesians 6 says, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. Certain spiritualities, principalities in the spiritual realms. Demon will come to fight you. But the Lord will send his presence. Hallelujah. Over it. And you pray. Both reasons. Is the reason many people don't pray. They'll pray for every breakthrough, but this is the reason. And many people don't fast and pray. Now in Nehemiah chapter 1, 7 to 8. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the statutes, nor the ordinances which you commanded your servant Moses. Remember, I pray, the word that you commanded your servant Moses saying, if you're unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. We many... Many of us pray when there is a breakthrough. It's not come. Financial prosperity, job, business, work, or even ministry. How many of you would seek the Lord in prayer when you think I have a sin problem? Here he is saying, just like you spoke to the servant Moses, that if you are unfaithful, it's scatter us. Lord, been unfaithful to you, Lord. We've acted corruptly against you, Lord. They are praying because of the sin factor. My love for you has grown cold, Lord. I don't feel like getting up in the morning anymore to pray. I don't feel like watching the full service. I don't feel like worshipping. I've become very judgmental these days, Lord. I've become very angry these days, Lord. Help me, Lord. I've become very unforgiving. Though theologically, I know to bless, bless. I'm saying bless them, bless them, bless them. But in my heart, I'm thinking, oh my God. Something bad will happen. Lord, help me, Lord. Don't let my love grow cold, Lord. Help me, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord. Forgive those who have hurt me, Lord. I release you. Release them into your presence, Lord. A sin issue. David said, I humbled my soul in fasting. Lord, ignite my soul again in Psalm 51. When he wrote it, he was fasting and crying before the Lord. Not like us, you know, during fasting, sit in an air-conditioned room and sweeping all the juices and milkshakes. And <laughs> I mean, he was saying, Lord, I've lost my heart. I humble myself in my fasting. Look at Exodus 33, 4 to 6. Moses wrote, when the people heard the bad news, they mourned and no one put his ornaments for well, the Lord said to Moses, say to the children of Israel, you are a stiff-necked people that will come up into your midst in one moment and consume you. Now therefore, take off your ornaments that I may know that what to do to the children of Israel. So the children of Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments, bowed 
Mount Horeb. Hallelujah. God tells Moses that he won't go with these people. That's what it says. I won't go with these people. Hallelujah. I won't even go with these people. Have you heard that? I could not come even with, the, with you in the midst. Because they've sinned. The Bible says the moment they heard that, they mourn and fast. Even the ornaments, they did not immediately put them in. God doesn't go with us. They did not put a smile for the fake smile. They've been transparent before God. Lord. God said, take a you know, strip of your ornaments. Don't put a makeup and lipstick that will cover your sin. Come bear as it. Take off your ornaments. Come bear as you are. Don't put that plastic smile as nothing has happened. Repent. You have to deal with the sin factor. The hearts have gone away from the Lord. Make me holy again. Give me your grace to be holy again. Tonight, that's what we have to pray. Give me the grace to be holy again. Open your mouth and say, give me the grace to be holy again. Sometimes, you know what's happened to us? We hit somebody and we keep on smiling without repenting. We feel good about it. That's not what the Bible says. And we come to every service as if nothing has happened. Not even said sorry to the one we have hurt. Come on church tonight. Come on church tonight. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We have sinned. Open your eyes tonight. Close, close your eyes tonight and say, Lord, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord. Say, free from your heart tonight. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Why did Nehemiah fasted and prayer? Nehemiah prayed for a specific need. To find favor with God. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 11. Oh Lord I pray. Please let your ear be attentive. To the prayer of your servant. And to the prayer of your servants. Who desire to fear your name. And let your servant prosper this day. I pray. And grant him mercy in the sight of this man. He prayed for a specific need. And fasting has to go together with prayer. In Nehemiah 1.6 we say. The day and night he prayed. Day and night. Sometimes we have to pray many nights. In the night season, other day I told you. Certain nights when you pray, in the midnight hour, when Paul and Silas prayed, the night ended. Come on, church, tonight. 
there was a night a spiritual night a night that could have destroyed a night that challenged them ended night prayers has power sometimes you have to pray through the night to go through your night to go through your darkness and unanswered seasons of your life pray through the night lord is giving grace to somebody watching me to pray through the nights he will give songs in the night the bible says certain songs are going to fill you that breaks that night season and turn you to a prosperous person there is songs that is going to come oh get ready get ready to sing new songs thank you jesus Fasting is not a bribe. Don't just for 10 minutes as if I have to finish that. Set aside a designated time to spend time every day. Especially people who are working who might not have the luxury to fast on a particular time. I mean, pray on a particular time in a day. So you have to keep aside a time. Say, whatever happens, I'm going to come this time. Fasting and worship in the book of Acts the church of Antioch fasted and worshipped God. So corporate worship when the Holy Spirit spoke and did something, spoke something very specific, set apart Paul and Barnabas for ministry. Hallelujah. Time of corporate worship in Zechariah chapter 14. Zechariah chapter 14, the Bible says when the people of God prayed together in corporate worship God spoke with them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God dealt with them. Hallelujah. And the nations came to worship the Lord during a special time and deliverance came. Hallelujah. Praise God. So deliverances can come in fasting, in prayer, in worship, and also in tithes and offerings. These are all ways. Not just fasting. Fasting, prayer, in worship, and in tithes and offerings. You do these things, you're connecting to the supernatural. You're connecting to restoration. You're connecting to favor. Increase favor. Some people say, Pastor, I can't do that. No problem. You will not connect you to increase favor. You will not connect you to favor that makes a difference for Jesus. You don't want that. Don't do it. And verse 8 says, He prayed with the word of God. Nehemiah prayed according to his word. He prayed with God's word. God is not attracted to your style or language, but to the prayer that is prayed with the word of God. Does your word say so? You need to speak the word. Heaven acts according to the word. When you pray for the children, you should say, Lord, your word says, My shield's seed shall be blessed. And the Bible says, favor was activated after he prayed. Hallelujah. He found favor with the king. Today, you will favor, find favor with the king of kings and the lord of lords. When, hallelujah, when you fast and pray, hallelujah, you will find favor with the king and with the, hallelujah, the mercy of man also will flow. But first, you have to find favor with the king of kings and the lord of lords. How? Through fasting and prayer. You will activate it. 
Remember these four words in your life. Only in, when you understand this, you will, understand, will have an understanding of fasting and prayer. Number one, event. Everybody say event. It means a planned occasion or activity. Example, graduation ceremony. It's a planned event. But it did not happen just when you desired. Okay, tomorrow I'm going to have a graduation ceremony. Boom, it didn't come. There was a process to get there. Number two, word that you have to remember, process. Everybody say process. It means a series of actions and produces some things. A series of actions that produces some things. The problem with us is we don't like the process, but we like event. To get to the graduation ceremony, a child should study. He should go through the process of sitting through the notebooks and uh, writing the notes and understanding the subjects. And then he can go through the graduation ceremony and the certificate. There's a process. And together with the process comes number third word, consistency. It means something that you do on a regular basis. Everybody say consistency. And number four, breakthrough. It means sudden advancement. But this comes when? When you are willing to go through a process in ministry, in business. You want a breakthrough. There is a process to get us into the event. Mr. India did not put that muscles in him when he decided, I'm going to be the Mr. India tomorrow. Boom! Muscles did not come up. He went through the grinding and the hustling to get there. It was a process. He trained hard to build them. We don't want the process. We want breakthroughs without the process. The church is full of people who want breakthroughs without the process. But process plus consistency equals to breakthrough. Open your mouth and say, process plus consistency equal to breakthrough. Ask the Lord tonight to give you the grace to go through the process with consistency. Pray tonight, church. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mark 16, 17 to 18. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out the demons. Are you getting this, church? Before that, can you read? Proverbs 4.18 If you have a proverb, Proverbs 4.18 Before I come to that, Proverbs 4.18 Open your mouth and say, thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus It says The way of the righteous is like the first gleam of the dawn Which shines ever brighter until the full light of the day The way of the righteous is the first gleam of dawn Which shines ever brighter till the full night of the day People in the villages know what is night Together people in the city, you know, they don't like I mean, they don't know what is the difference between night and day because it's very different out here. But people in the villages know what is night and what is day. They sleep early. They get up in the first clean of the day where it is like 5.30 or 5 o'clock. 
the little bit of brightness then increases by 6 to 6.30 then it increases by 9 o'clock then the full brightness of the noontime is come this is the path of the righteous is like that it starts with a small light but it comes to full light there's extraordinary brightness in the life of a believer as life continues the brightness and the strength and the riches will increase Proverbs 4.18 from the message Bible says the way of the right living people glow with light and the longer they live the brighter they shine hallelujah the longer they live the brighter I shine the fast and prayer is a process God's will for us is that we might arrive to the full stature of the light in life but the process is boring but we have to go through the process to come into the full light you might be in the glean of the day but keep walking keep living till you come into the full light oh come on church tonight even in a ministry people who have made it big is because they have a certain process in place praying fasting tithing unity togetherness submission good marriage a combination of all this in difficult moments of life not when everything is going in difficult moments they had consistency they went through the process evangelism sharing the gospel it was a combination of all this in a consistent basis going through the process in difficult situations that made them successful they now enjoying the full light how many of you are ready tonight to enjoy the full light you said i don't want to be just in the glean of the day i don't want just to want to hallelujah the light of the 6 30 i just don't want to see the nine o'clock i want to see the 12 o'clock the noon light the full light the maximized light hallelujah in the year of maximum i want to see the maximum light hallelujah open your mouth and say don't give up look at two people and say don't give up Ministry is an event. That's not the focus. Focus is on the process. I tell the people who come to minister here, don't focus on what you do. Focus on what you have done prior to this. That makes us the ministry beautiful. Not the camera, not the light, not the YouTube likes. What you have done prior to that gets the attention of heaven. That's what it matters. There is a prayer that has challenged the Goliaths who has challenged you 40 days and 40 nights that have put a fear against the church. There is a Goliath. When David came, there was a process that he went through to challenge the Goliath and say, come on. You come with a sword, spear and a javelin. But I know a God in prayer. I come against you in the name of that living God. And the Goliath became a pussycat. Hallelujah. Because of the process that he went through. Amen. And he imparted that same anointing into the people around them. Suddenly, everybody felt like a faith rising up inside. Hallelujah. When your faith rises in prayer, people around you will get the stamina of faith. Hallelujah. And they will also start challenging the devil. But it goes through a process. 
in the wilderness when he was taking care of a sheep there was a process that he went through day in and day night he has fought small battles hallelujah with lion and with bear and still consistent even when he did not have an enemy he took the sling and the stone and he would practice and practice and practice it was a process hallelujah tonight so don't give up put an extra effort to do that not easy the holy spirit gives you a direction extra effort will come with that when you have vision extra effort will come with that how many of your vision hallelujah praise god put hama hadagamaskara for your family for the church for the nations of the world for the city an extra effort will come behind that come on thamana hadagamana jamanandara judara manazia many of your vision of an eternal benefit eternal rewards an extra prayer will come behind you if good things need to come into your life you need to put an extra effort you don't need the grace of god to read the newspaper you don't need the grace of god to read the uh, cricket news but you need the grace of god to read the bible you need the grace of god for discipline open your mouth and say i need the grace of god for discipline disciple comes from the word discipline or discipline comes from the word disciple a disciple is disciplined you don't need the grace to drink healthy juice you don't need the grace to <laughs> push ups i mean but you need the grace to pray to a 2 a.m. at nights we ask for grace for all the, all the other things good i mean i'm not against that how many of you say god wake me up tonight at 3 o'clock my pastor said the days are coming where you will not keep an alarm for alarm to wake you up but you will wake up the alarm come on hallelujah the grace to wake up the alarm come on tamana gadagamana sambhadadana manasiya dibal khara duratara bagadagamala sambharadara may you wake up the alarm at 2 o'clock may you wake up before the alarm rings come on that is the level that you and i need to get into technology is good of reading the bible on your phone but you have to go through the process you need to have a, every person who is watching me make sure i mean for immediate use use a phone and the bible but otherwise have a bible underline your word, bible go through that process but the scripture will go into your heart hallelujah amen moses first came you know the first tablet that ever came with moses he broke it into pieces some of you need to break that tablet <laughs> hallelujah amen tama sambharadarandara paradadara sarandara jarandara shudabala sadara the ministry is good 
anointed men of God are good. But there is place God has put to you. Stay faithful there as a process. One touch breakthroughs won't come like you phone, put your phone in one touch. Those kind of breakthroughs won't come. You may not like the process, but it is good for you. In your bathroom, you might see the drops falling into your bucket consistently. The bucket is boring and the small, small drop of water dripping into your bucket is bad. But over a period of time, it starts overflowing. Sometimes the process looks bad. A little bit of things here, a little bit there. But after some time, you will start overflowing. Your life will start overflowing. Everything in your life should start overflowing. Hallelujah. Stand firm in your faith. Amen. Paul's handkerchiefs heal people. It did not happen with a one-touch system. Behind, behind that, he had a systematic life of a disciple. He had a systematic process. You should never stop the process. One of the things my pastor told me the other day, he said, just as Isaac walked with Abraham, his father, he kept walking. He did not know where he was going, but he kept walking with the father. He kept walking. He didn't know which mountain he was going, but he kept walking. He kept walking. He did not even know that he was the sacrificial uh, animal. Not animal, but a sacrificial uh, thing on the altar. But he kept walking. In the unknown, he kept walking. He said, son, like that, keep walking with the father. Keep walking with the father. You will reach where they need to reach. You will reach where you will see the provision of God. You will reach where you see the supernatural of God. You will see the place where, hallelujah. But don't quit walking. Keep walking. The process, you have to keep walking. You have to get up. Oh, today I don't feel like walking. You have to keep walking with your heavenly father. Come on. Hallelujah. Go just as Isaac walked with his daddy. Walk with your heavenly daddy. Don't quit walking. Keep walking. You will reach where you need to reach. I declare that tonight in the name of the Lord. You will reach. Keep walking with your heavenly daddy. Keep going through that process. And you will reach your mountain. Mark 16, 17 to 18 says, And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out the demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up the serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Notice, it is written, they shall recover. Not the word healed. Recover. An injection cannot take away the infection in a second. But recovery starts in an injection. When Jesus touches you, the recovery starts and healing manifests depending on the process of you standing in faith. The recovery starts when he touches you, when you receive the word. But the process depends upon your standing in faith. A snake, even after it is killed, has its tail still moving. When the man of God speaks something over your life, hallelujah, a recovery starts. But the process, there might be symptoms that is around you. But that doesn't mean that that work, hallelujah, praise God, has not started. Hallelujah. There might be the tail wagging. But that doesn't mean that the spirit is gone. I mean, the spirit is not defeated. It is defeated. When you see the tail wagging, don't stop worshipping the Lord. Go through that process. You will recover. Stand firm in your faith. The breakthroughs will manifest. Hallelujah. Don't get worried about the old signs. It is in the process the breakthroughs manifest. Come on church tonight. We are in a process. 
How many of you know, even in the midst of a corona, the church is going through a process. And in that process, so many breakthroughs are going to come forth. Come on, hallelujah. I am not worried about Corona. My focus is on Corona. I am focusing on what the process the Lord is doing in the church, inside the church, inside the hearts of the people. Because I know that if you and me can go through the process, hallelujah, forget about the Corona. God's anointing and power and breakthrough will manifest. Come on, if you believe it, pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Ghost. You are building up little by little. Hallelujah. With no process, no consistency in your finances. How many will get blessed? You're building up. At the moment you can't see it. But in the process it will manifest. Look at Deuteronomy 7. And I'll finish with this. 21 and 22. You shall not be terrified of them. For the Lord your God, the great and awesome God is among you. And the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. Little by little, you will be unable to destroy them at once. Lest the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. He's saying, He will destroy it little by little. God is building your faith in that process. Complete victory comes in the process. Just complete victory is for you, but little by little through the process, not at once. Ask the Lord tonight to help you to make this fasting and prayer a discipline in your life. Whatever you sow, you shall reap. Don't be discouraged, be faithful in the process. When you see the battle, it is not to twist the heart of God, it is not to change the mind of God, but it is humbling yourself and to be more clear about the God's voice. It is to it is to make your faith strong. It is to increase in favor. Hallelujah. Praise God. And, and, to, and to see certain principalities and powers. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, bowing before the revelations God is giving you. Anointing is like that. Family is also like that. When you pray for marriage partner first. Maybe say, you know, I'm smart. All that. I want this, I want that, I want this. It's a process you have to prayer. Everything. Go through a process. You have to keep the Lord first. Keep the kingdom first. The Lord will bring the right person through into your life. Whether it's exercise, it's learning to handle finances. Or even to cook. The small cooking. It's always going through the process. God will release then the right person into your life. Hallelujah. Everything. Some of you looking for a right partner. I mean, you first learn to you know, look smart, prayer, serving the Lord, walking in the anointing, declare prayer. Then along the way, the right person will, you'll be walking alone and somebody will be walking with you. Some of the Lord is saying, Bible says, Enoch walked with God and he had sons and daughters. 
Some of you are looking for children. You know I'm saying? You keep walking like Enoch walked. You will have sons and daughters. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. You walk with the Lord. Prioritize that. And suddenly you will see one son on the right side and one girl on the left walking with you. Always a process. For 60 years, Enoch was lazy. <laughs> Next 300 years, <laughs> it's powerful. days of your laziness is over tonight the days of your laziness is over tonight in the name of Jesus amen some of you are going to get into the second part of your life the most glorious part of your life hmm. if the children of Israel had to go and catch the quail in the world wilderness how many would they have caught I don't know but they were faithful to dwell under that cloud you stay under the glory and the presence of God. God will send the provision to your home. Hallelujah. They were disciplined enough to walk every day in the wilderness. Look for the cloud. Be under that cloud. The extra. If you do that, God will give you favor. This days of fasting and prayer, you might put an extra effort. The Bible says the wise man will dig deep and build a house on the rock. You need to dig and dig deep till you get into the rock. Just scratching a bit here and there will not dig and dig deep till you get to the rock of Jesus. Till you see Jesus in its all his magnificence and glory and still worship rise within you. And you sing, don't let my love grow cold. I'm calling out, light the fire again. And I finish with this. In Matthew chapter 25, we see 10 virgins of them. Five had the extra oil. But five had, hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 25, I wanted to go home and read. But 10 virgins, five of them had extra oil. But the other five had only oil. Only oil. One had extra oil. Everybody say extra oil. Other had only oil. It's like somebody had the mobile phones. They're foolish. Only mobile phones. But five of them had mobile phones and charger. They had extra. They could charge. Vice, vice virgins did not lend their chargers to anybody. Extra oil and extra charge brings extra favor. An oil that doesn't go out. An oil that keeps charged. They got an extra favor from the presence of God. Nehemiah 5.14 says, Moreover, from the time that was appointed to be their governor in the land of Judah from the 20th year until the 32nd year of King Artaxerxes, 12 years, neither I nor my brothers ate governor's provisions. Nehemiah had favor with great and noble people. He had favor with the kings. This moreover from the time that I was appointed to be their governor in the land of Judah, from the 20th year until 32nd year of King Artaxerxes, 12 years. Hallelujah. Neither I or no my brothers ate the governor's provisions. Why? Your favor with the kings and great people. You had direct access to the king. 
tonight as you passed and pray. It's called heavyweight favor. Everybody say heavyweight. Your direct access to the king. You don't need it. Not in under anybody's mercy. Open your mouth and say, I am not under anybody's mercy. I have direct access to the kings. It's a heavyweight favor. Tonight, I declare that kind of favor. A heavyweight favor to come upon your life in the name of Jesus. Come on. Victory by the blood of Jesus. That means he had supernatural supply of favor. That means he had favor for the journey. He had supernatural protection. He had presidential escorts. Tonight, angels of God is released. That is your escort. That's your portion tonight. When he fasted, unusual things happened. He built. He built. That was toned down. You're going to wreck certain things out of your life. He enjoyed the goodwill of men and Jews. He became the governor. He got royal food because he refused to eat physical food. He got royal food. He saw victory over the enemies. There was supernatural speed in 52 days. It was built. I declare a 52 day supernatural speed over your life tonight in the name of the Lord. Speed, speed, speed is going to be the portion of March. Oh, come on. Receive the speed. 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 Hallelujah. More than your enemies can ever think about. Speed. That the enemy cannot catch with you. Speed. Pastor said, you're failing to fast is fasting to fail. Amen. You're going to fail fast if on the right times don't fast. Fasting makes you fast in life. If you fail to fast, you'll be fast to lose sometimes. Fasting and prayer. Tonight the word is favor. When you fast and pray. Hallelujah. Prayer and fast. Prayer and fasting and favor going together tonight. Let's close our eyes in prayer tonight.